to the Happiest Places to Work podcast. I'm Amy Dix, international best-selling author, speaker, and founder of Choose Happy. We create and build insanely happy workforces for companies around the world. We believe that by creating better people at work, they will create better businesses and better businesses build a better world. Stick around to the end of the show. We'll reveal how you can be our next guest on one of the most inspiring podcasts in 15 to 20 minutes. Let's go. you crazy happy people out there. This is Amy Dix with another episode of Happiest Places to Work. And I am so excited to highlight this organization this week on Happiest Places to Work. We are talking with Crystal McDaniel. She is the Senior Vice President for Registry Partners. And Registry Partners, man, I feel like you do good things in the world and you do good things also within your organization. So we can talk about both of those actually, but uh, welcome to the show. Tell us a little bit about how you got involved with Registry Partners because you've been there for some time. Yes. Yes. I have been with Registry Partners for, this is my 16th year with Registry ah, Partners. So awesome. Excited to be a part of the team and grow with the company. I always think, you know, when people say things like, oh, I've been with the company for 10 plus years or 30 years or whatever, I always just think, wow, what a cool testament to the company. And what a cool testament to you too, right? Like, obviously the company loves and adores you <laughs> and you do great <laughs> things, you know, as, as someone, as part of the team, but also obviously the company has really served you well too. And you feel very connected to either the mission or, you know, or your role within the company. So tell us, you know, what, tell us first a little bit about what registry partners does. So registry partners, um, this is actually coming up on our 20th anniversary um, registry partners. It was founded in 2002 and we, um, our national provider of data abstraction and registry management for hospitals. Uh, and what that means is we collect the information for the patients, and whether that's oncology patients or trauma patients, um, pediatric patients, and we collect that valuable information of the history of what happened with that patient. Uh, it can include their demographic information, how they were treated, um, symptoms. And we put all of that information in a database for statistics and looking at incidents um, and also helping to evaluate the treatment modalities that were given for those patients. The overall goal is to just improve patient care, improve what treatments are offered and uh, reach for a goal for prevention and early detection. Amazing. I mean, I feel like um, there's there's so much there, like one on the patient side, right? Just having that information and having all that documented, obviously important, but also all, like on this bigger scale of collecting this data on um, all patients that may have a certain um, symptom or, you know, you, you spoke on oncology here and just, and we can talk through that a little bit. Is it only um, cancer type? patients that you're working with or data that you're collecting, or does it go beyond that? So when, when registry partners was founded, it started with just oncology patients. Um, so the collection of that information, which is where I am focused in the company um, on the oncology service line. But as the companies continue to grow, we've seen that there's a need for many other areas. 
and that we could be a part and really make a difference in other areas. So it's grown into other adult um, diseases and diagnoses. So we have registries for trauma, registries for sepsis and stroke, cardiac, different incidences like that, as well as branching into a pediatric service line as well. So looking at neonatal type information that we're collecting. Um, So it's really kind of grown from the original scope to a whole broad spectrum of things. Yeah, I mean, and you just said you celebrated your 20th year. Well, that might sound like a long time in business, and that's no small feat. <laughs> I mean, just think of everything that Registry Partners has accomplished and how much they've grown yeah. in just 20 years, right? So yeah. that's so, so amazing. And, you know, uh, you say that you kind of originally got into it because you felt like this was a field or something that you could get into that would make a difference, in the yeah. world, right? So um, you felt like kind of this connection. And I'm curious, you know, that's how you why you originally got into it. And how do you feel about it now, 16 years later? Do you think that's held your vision? For sure. Um, it's just grown so much from what the original goal was. And, and for myself, you know, when I first started with Registry Partners, it was to have a career, but also to, to be able to have that job support your family financially, but also to have that balance of um, a job and being a part of your kids' lives and being active in their role. And so when I started with Registry Partners, um, it was one of the first places where you could work remote. Um, and so it was really a benefit to me because I could be here with my family. And, and that was really one of the reasons it was founded is to give families or employees an opportunity to have that career, provide for your family, but also to be involved and be active in the day-to-day and so it's it's been twofold for me it's been an opportunity to have a career to feel confident what I'm doing and that I'm really giving back and and a part of something bigger than just you know your hourly week of work um, and helping towards goals of you know cancer it affects so many different people and so having that data and the information that we're collecting it really helps to um, improve just the overall, that whole fight for a cure, you know, and reaching that goal. And so to be a part of that is, uh, you know, very important to me. And then I have, I'm a single mom, I've been a single mom for 10 years. And so just being able to have kind of the best of both worlds where there's that career opportunity, registry partners has given the opportunity to continue to grow in my career to where now I am the senior VP. But at the same time, showing my kids that, you can also be an active parent. You can be involved in um, their lives. And I do try to incorporate, you know, all of their events and be at their um, sporting events or school events or whatever it may be. So I kind of feel like it's the best of both worlds. Yeah. I mean, it sounds like a dream life. <laughs> uh, you know, it's interesting that you say, cause, cause you're out of Texas and the company is out of North Carolina and you started as a remote worker as, right. as I understood what you just said. And so, you know, well, that might be a little bit more common today, 16 years ago, right. I don't know how common that was. Right. <laughs> so, so right. cool that they, um, you know, kind of saw that vision and, and said, um, you know, this, this can work and work life is, is just that it's work and life. So I think that that's, that's really neat. How many, uh, how many employees approximately does registry partners have? I would say today there's approximately around 400 employees. And how many of those are remote? 
all but maybe two. Ah! <laughs> it's all remote. <laughs> it is very remote place. Yes. We do have a corporate That's office amazing. in Burlington. Uh-huh. And there is a, a group okay. of people that work rem- that work at the corporate office within payroll and uh, human resources. But they also have the opportunity to work from home. So I think sometimes they like to come into the office and have that office atmosphere, but then they also like the flexibility of being able to work from home as well. Yeah. You might've just uh, opened up a ton of people to go to your website and go to careers <laughs> and apply. <laughs> That's the goal, right? That. <laughs> I love it. So, okay, let's talk about what, is, what do you think is the biggest challenge? This is really fascinating. 400 people um, around the globe or just in the United States? Uh, just in the United States. Okay, so 400 people within the United States, most remote. Uh, what do you think the biggest challenge there is um, when when we talk about company culture and a remote environment? I think finding ways to build that coworker mentality um, to feel apart. You know that you're not just working in your your home office and it's just you and the computer, but you really are a part of something. And to build those relationships getting to know your coworkers because you don't have the opportunity to go to the water cooler or, you know, or the break room, so to speak. And so that's something we've been working through um, throughout the time of registry partners is looking for ways to build those connections and really get to know your coworkers and have a personal relationship. Um, So we do take time before each meeting, we have a huddle call with our management team and we take time before that meeting starts to just say, Tell me about your life. Tell me about your day. How's your kid's soccer game? Um, what's going on? What's some good news you want to share? Um, and take that time to just get to know each other a little bit better. I think the more you know your coworkers, the more grace you give in different situations, uh, the more support awesome. you give. Yeah. And so we really try to build that. Um, and as well as the abstractor positions as well, those that aren't in a management position, really taking time to show that you care. Be uh, connected. And so we do take opportunities to have different like Christmas party, virtual Christmas parties or virtual um, meetings. So we can just share more about each other and, and build relationships. And I think that's what's important is building those relationships and finding ways to do that when you don't see each other in person. Right. Do you, do you ever have like an annual meeting or an annual conference or anything to get together? So we have different things. Um, we do have a national meeting that is an educational meeting that we tend to send several members of the team to that meeting. And then others will go on their own just for the education. So we take advantage of that opportunity to have a break room or a conference room where we can come after the sessions just to engage and, you know, have some conversation, get to know each other. And then we also have a corporate dinner where everybody will meet and get a chance to interact. Um, and then throughout the year, you know, we'll try to different state associations have meetings as well. And any opportunity we can to get together, um, we, you know, we'll take advantage of that. But for the most part, it, it is remote. And webcam is our, our uh, best friend. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. <laughs> Uh, you could probably plug a, a specific brand and they would see their, <laughs> their <laughs> stock go up. 
But yeah, no, I like that. By the way, have you seen the new, uh, I think webcams are so funny because it's just like where people place them and like how <laughs> close you are to the camera, how far away and everything yes. is just so different, you know? <laughs> but um, anyway, they have the new ones out where uh, it it goes to like the center of your screen. So no matter what, you're still looking into the camera. I think it's so nice. funny. It's also a little creepy. So I don't know how much I like them, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but anyway, so that's so great. So what are some things that you guys do to prioritize like happiness in the workplace aside from, you know, kind of like trying to get to know each other on a personal level and some of the things that you've mentioned before? So I think happiness in the workplace, there's several factors that come into play. You know, one, I think just building that positive work environment, having that flexibility um, to work and adjust whatever is needed in your family. So, um, Everybody does get vacation, the full-time staff do get vacation time, but one of the perks is the flexibility in your work week. So if something comes up with your family or a doctor's appointment, you can adjust that work week. So instead of using vacation time, just work different hours that week, Mm, you know, and be able to go um, to whatever's important, whatever's coming up for your family. And I think that is one thing that kind of promotes that happiness, being able to be involved and, and take off when you need to, um, We've had employees that need to take care of family or elderly parents and, you know, and being able to flex your schedule, I think is very important and promote that happiness in the workplace. I think some of the other things are just, you know, showing you are appreciated and being supportive to whatever's going on in their lives, but also being supportive of just their own career path. And I think sometimes in the hospital setting, there's only so many places you can go when you're working mm. in say a cancer registry where there's often a director or a manager that is happy in that role. They're not going anywhere. You know, there's a ceiling. There's only so far you can go until that position's available. And at registry partners, there's so much room for growth. Um, and we really try to encourage that growth within people um, and see <clears throat> other opportunities for them to move into what role fits them the best, you know, different personalities. Some people are more introverted, some people are more extroverted, but having a role that fits you um, and you're not trying to fit into a little box, but it, the role fits you. And so uh, we have quality management positions to where if someone is really focused on that quality and that coding, and they just get really excited about reading those manuals and <laughs> knowing the coding rules and delving into that, you know, that role fits them best. But I think the most important though, is to, we try to see that strength in the person where sometimes people were our own worst critics, you know, so we don't always recognize our own strengths. And I think being able to look at that person and, and help them see what are your what are you capable of? What do we see yeah. in you? And them embrace that confidence that you're trying to give to them um, to help them accept a role and move into a role and, you know, yes. kind of in it for that person. So good. You say a couple of things there. I mean, everything was so awesome. I was trying to take notes. I don't even know if I could write fast enough. There were so oh, many sorry. good little, gold, no, there were so many good gold nuggets here. But a couple of things that I think you said that I just kind of want to highlight a little bit. One is the last thing that you said is that, you know, sometimes we're our own worst critics and we need other people to kind of um, help us see the path, right? And help right. us see what our strengths might be and, and how we fit in there, which really goes along with something that you said um, towards 
its beginning, which is um, to support them within their own career path and, and show them that, you know, there is room for growth. And I just think about my own kind of uh, life and, and, and career. Uh, and, you know, I would not have gotten to where I got in different, you know, in different roles in my life if it wasn't for specific managers who absolutely did that for me, you know? So, uh, I think everyone almost needs kind of like that person or that mentor or somebody to just, you know, help them see the way and not only see the way, but to support them too, and give them, you know, whatever is needed in order to get them to where they want to be. So I love that so much. Um, what a what a fantastic work environment. What's your what's your favorite thing about working at Registry Partners? The people. Uh, I know that so sounds good. very cliche. No, but the that's people. so good. Yeah. <laughs> um, and that is one of the reasons I've been here for 16 years is the people. Um, yeah. You know, in every job you have your your stressful moments, your your busy times, but when you feel connected and you love the people, and and I do, I love the people. I feel like we are a family more than just coworkers, you know, we've grown together, we build things together, we achieve things together. And we also realize when we've messed up together and we trust each other to work through it and fix it, you know, so yeah. uh, definitely <laughs> the people. <laughs> yeah, that's so I love that answer so much. Um, okay, let's say I have an organization and I have 400 employees or whatever, <laughs> 500 <laughs> employees to even even let's say 50 employees. And we're all remote. And I have a meeting on Monday morning to talk about how we can create more happiness within our disconnected staff. What is the first bit of advice that you would give me? I think the first bit of advice is to look at what does, what do your group need? What are they wanting? What fits their needs? You know, because what's important to you may not be as important to your coworker. And um, we're in different phases in life, different places in life. And I think really getting, letting their voice be heard. What is something that's important to them? And then seeing if you can use their ideas, open that dialogue with the information sharing, and then bring things that fit each person's needs. You know, a Monday morning meeting with everybody may not be the best time for everyone. So what is the best time? What, what can you work through? And um, what are other people missing? Some people are more, um, I want to say introverts. They, they're not as comfortable with the big group setting, you know, maybe that one-on-one connection is a better approach for that person. Whereas somebody else likes more of the, the large group interaction. Yeah. So just kind of meeting them where they're at. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Meeting them where they're at. I love that. You know, I would say that it, I'll just talk, uh, um, I'll just talk for myself (laughs) for a moment. I don't want to assume that everyone uh, has this challenge, but you know, I was a manager at a really young age. And so, um, so that creates a whole nother set of challenges, but, uh, (laughs) but uh, you know, I think that this was one of the really big mistakes that I made was I didn't really understand why people um, didn't care maybe as much as Mm -hmm. I did, weren't as excited as much as I did, didn't put in, you know, the amount of work that I thought that they should. And really just understanding that people, and now I'm going to quote you, people are in different phases of their lives and we need to let their voices be heard because that just might 
not be what they wanted out of that position. And like, that's still okay. Right. Like we just have to really recognize that and and meet them where they are. So I love that you said that. I absolutely think that that is brilliant. So, um, yeah. (laughs) Okay. I have, I have one last question for you. If you, maybe I have two. Well, okay. We'll just, I think I have two. I think I have two because you seem fun. Okay. Let's do this one. Uh, If happy, if a happy workplace were a color, what color would it be? Wow. You're going to put me on the spot. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm more of a fuchsia person, you know, (laughs) fun, exciting, you know, Love it. Fuchsia. <laughs> I, I think that's an awesome answer. I love fuchsia. Uh, fun and exciting. Okay, so that kind of leads me into my next question, which is uh, if you were to define a happy workplace in one word, what word would you use? I would say compassion. Ooh, I like that. I like that. All right. Crystal McDaniel says, compassion (laughs) for a happy workplace. Thank you for all you do. Registry partners, I mean, wow, I kind of started this at the beginning, but, you know, you guys do great work for the outside world, but you're also doing great work internally too as a workplace. So I just want to recognize you for that. And thank you for all the beautiful things that you're doing um, both within and outside of the organization. And thank you so much for being on the show today. Thank you for inviting me. I appreciate it. And people can find Registry Partners at registrypartners.com. And if they want to find you, where can they find you? Predominantly on Registry Partners <laughs> website. And then as well as LinkedIn, I do have a, a LinkedIn profile as well. Perfect. Awesome. Thank you so much. Amy Dix here. Thank you so much for listening to the Happiest Places to Work podcast. If you are a CEO, HR director, or wellness director for a successful company and would like to be on this program, please visit choose-happy.me slash podcast slash apply. If you got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on social. If you know someone that would be a great guest, Tag them on social media to let them know about the show and include the hashtag happiest places to work podcast. I love seeing your posts and guest suggestions. We are regularly putting out new episodes and content to make sure you don't miss any episodes. Go ahead and subscribe your thumbs up ratings and reviews go a long way to help promote the show and mean a lot to me and my team. Want to know more? Go to our website, choose-happy.me or follow me on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram at Amy N. Dix. Thanks for listening. This is Amy Dix, and we will see you next time.